With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. On Monday night, the Lincoln County Board of Supervisors voted to sell Pinecrest Nursing Home for $8.5 million. Their decision was met with mixed responses, with some agreeing that it should be sold and many others dismayed by the outcome. WXPR's Hannah Davis-Reed attended the meeting that finally determined Pinecrest's future. Pinecrest Nursing Home has been at the center of the public conversation on the future of rural health care in Lincoln County for the past few years. The skilled nursing facility is one of the few nursing homes in the area and the only county-owned option. The county says they can no longer afford to run it. People for Pinecrest, a grassroots organizing group, disagrees. They want to keep the nursing home county-owned and we're hoping to delay the vote. However, at Monday's meeting, the Lincoln County Board voted 15-6 to to sell Pinecrest Nursing Home. Don Frisky is the Lincoln County Board Chair. The difference between the people for Pinecrest and the County Board is that the County Board spent two years studying where Pinecrest was at in relationship to the County. He emphasized that both the County and people for Pinecrest wanted to retain the staff and maintain the current level of care. Irene Melos was against the sale in public comments. It's about the future of what happens to our elders in our community. We don't believe that our elders should be a for-profit. Karen Rehab, owned by Grant and Andrea Thayer, is Pinecrest buyer. Um, numerous times during the negotiations was, will the staff stay? Will, will, um, and that wasn't me asking, that was Grant asking, the buyer. He's asking, we need the staff to stay. We can't operate without them. Frisky says that he believes Pinecrest will expand under the Thayer's leadership. For WXPR News, I'm Hannah Davis-Reed. Governor Tony Evers is signaling he will not sign a Republican bill that would release tens of millions of dollars to combat PFAS pollution despite support from the state's municipalities. The bill would create grants for municipalities to test for the chemicals but dramatically scale back environmental regulators' authority to take action against polluters. The bill passed the Senate in November and is expected to pass the Assembly today. Republican legislators have been urging Evers to sign the measure. Evers said in a letter Wednesday to Senators Eric Wimberger and Rob Cowles that the GOP does not want to hold polluters accountable. He challenged Republicans to get serious about fighting PFAS. A new forensic science lab is coming to North Central Technical College's campus. It's something that President Dr. Jeannie Wharton says will give them a chance to enhance their program offerings. So when people go into the work environment, they're working with doctors, they're working with paramedics, they're working with all different levels, coroners, um, and we'll be able to replicate that in this space. Wharton says they'll be able to provide those educational programs through the facility or NTC's current online course network. If you're a coroner or if you're in different fields, right now they have to travel elsewhere for that continuing education. That will be happening right here, um, and we're able to do that through um, in-person, and we also have a robust online module. Warden says the partnership will also save taxpayer money because the new center will be able to connect to North Central Technical College's network. We can share our resources for the betterment of the community. We have a lot of the technology already built in. They don't need to recreate that there. We can use our infrastructure for that. NTC will be selling the land for the facility at the north end of campus near the Center for Business and Industry. Construction on the nearly $15 million project could begin as soon as this May. 
Funds will come in from state and local foundations. The county has also applied for federal funding for the project. People in the Land O'Lakes area may have noticed smoke to their north in recent weeks. The Ottawa National Forest has been burning piles of wood along Dinner Lake Road. The ultimate goal of the project is to create a shaded fuel break along either side of the road. The fuel break helps reduce the heat and intensity of a wildfire. That gives a better escape route for people that live along the road as well as a safe place for firefighters to attack the fire. Forrest Paul Kurt is the West Zone Fire Management Officer for the Ottawa National Forest. We have quite a few of these types of projects on the forest and we're looking to do more, especially in, in the wildland or urban interface. So that's where the, the, the forest meets people that live out in the woods basically. And we're looking to do more of these to help the communities, to help the firefighters um, in the future. Many of the piles have been sitting along the road for two years. The Forest Service needed the wood to dry out. Winter is the best time of year for this type of prescribed burn. Paul Kurt says the lack of snow this year is making the work a little challenging, but they've still been able to get the work done. Technically, we can burn during any time that we have a wetter uh, period, but then it requires more resources, more equipment. Um, if there is no, if the ground isn't wet and there's no snow, we're required to have a fire engine out here. Well, with if we've got below freezing temperatures but no snow, we could potentially freeze up the engine. And so that would be another barrier to us burning. The dinner-like project should wrap up next winter. This process is repeated every 10 years. Bald eagles are the national bird of the United States, and for a time they were endangered. Thanks to conservation efforts, their population has been stabilized. Even so, agencies like the Southern Wisconsin Bird Alliance want to monitor eagles to keep track of their numbers, their habits, and the challenges they face. The Bald Eagle Nest Watch program was relaunched this month to get data from citizen volunteers who monitor a bald eagle nest in their area once a week for an hour. February is when the eagles begin building their nests. With the mild winter, eagles seem to be at their nests earlier in the season. Those who volunteer are not supposed to disclose the location of the nest they monitor. More information for people who want to learn about the program or sign up is on the Southern Wisconsin Bird Alliance's website. This story is courtesy of WAOW Television. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.